Woo! <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really excited. Okay, everybody. Good evening, everybody. Or oh, good morning. Wherever you are, it is I, David Obu, and you're welcome to my podcast, The Nigerian Sports Fan. And as it said, you know, it's a weekend, the Premier League weekend, and I'm so grateful to God that the Prem, the Prem is back. Oh my God, I can't, I can't imagine the winter break. And imagine the long time I have to stay all through the summer without football, without watching my beloved team. But anyways, um, today I'm going to be giving my thoughts on, on the game as usual. The, prem, the Premier League games over the weekend as usual. And um, also, I mean, I can't, I can't start this podcast without talking about... I can't continue this podcast or have this episode without talking about the elephants in the room, which is the Man City ban. So I will be talking about the Man City ban... Um, the implications of the ban and um, my thoughts on the game um, the previous the games that were played yesterday um, and obviously lastly the sports game today and I'll give my thoughts on the players and the performances and basically that's today so I'll be talking about the ban first and uh, and I think this Man City ban has made people made, has exposed a lot of people's knowledge about the FFP FFP actually, people do not really know the law and they don't really understand it. A lot of fans don't understand it. They just think it's just um, designed to make teams not to not be able to spend. Okay, fine. That's like the basic, you know, the basic understanding of it. To ensure, which is one of the importance. But we don't know the other importance. Importances of you know the FFP. Now, it is designed. In, people think it's okay. It's designed also designed to prevent the owners of the club from pumping money in the club. To make to create an unfair advantage, which is true, one of the reasons, and it also prevent designed in a way also. This, many people do not know this. It's also designed to prevent European clubs from losing. Now, before FFP, European clubs were losing, and I think 1.5 billion pounds a year. Within ever since FFP has been introduced, they've been they've been making a profit of 500 million pounds. So it means it's working. Now, let me explain FFP. Now it's this so that the club designs the club the club's revenue. The club does not spend outside of its revenue. The owner is not allowed to pump money into the club. Things like that. Now, when the owner the advantage of you know, pumping money into the club is this. If the owner pumps money into a club, one day he can wake up and say, Oh, I'm not pumping money in again. And the club has no money to no money. You get me? The owner could come up and say, I want to take my money back. I, I mean I've I pumped the money in, I want to take take it out. You know, it can actually, let's say the owner decides and say, okay, I'm out one day and the club just crumbles. So it's designed to actually protect the clubs, you know, so that when, when the, the owner eventually starts misbehaving, trying to sell up or something, the club will not be left with nothing. You get me? I don't know if, I, if this makes sense. So what Man City have done is they've inflated their sponsorship um, deals. PSG, they've done something similar. So I expect PSG to actually be hit with the hammer very soon. It's just a matter of time because I know UEFA, they're, under, they're, they're likely are investigating. And I mean, many of us did not really know they were investigating Man City. And one day we just heard the news. <laughs> it's crazy, right? So, um, UEFA, obviously, I think they're investigating PSG. So, Man City pumped money into the club. Now, as we all know, Etihad and Airways are the sponsors of Man City. And what Etihad Airways sponsorship deal, obviously, they pumped money into the club. Now, Etihad Airways, they've been making, I think they've been making a lot or something. And Man City still has enough money to buy and go out and buy players. So apparently, they did not only pump money into the club, they falsified their records. They falsified their records to UEFA, telling them, oh, this is our money. So they hid, they, 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 they don't have pumped money in through the sponsorship deal and pushed it in. 
and you know and they falsified the record and also they were also preventing UEFA from making investigations so it is clear that they've done multiple strikes i mean the thing is man they are going to appeal and i heard today that they've got they have like 10 days to appeal <sighs> let's be honest i don't think they'll win that i don't think they have any shot at winning overturning this ban because it's very difficult i've not seen any team it's very rare because when these guys nail you down they really nail you down i promise you man they really nail you down because you know there are consequences if you nail if if you nail somebody if these people nail you down right and you sue and they overturn it you know that you're going to sue the clubs are going to sue to got their name back and everything and you're going to pay heavily so these guys do not just nail just anybody down they don't just nail without evidence so they nailed man city down and they have overwhelming evidence and from what i've seen around many journalists are reporting they are talking about the fact that man city they are saying that man city do not really have much of a chance in winning this particular case because at the moment the evidence is so glaring man these guys have no way out but we'll see how it goes but i don't really think so and the implications on Man City, the implications on the club is very, very obvious. I mean, they've got two years out. I think Kevin De Bruyne is 28, around that age. So he's, I think, 28, 29 or something. I don't know. I think he was 191. I don't know his age or whatever. But he's still relatively, he's not really young. He's at the peak of his powers. So the implication of this is Man City players, we could be seeing a lot of them moving. Not all of them, though, but we could be seeing them moving eventually. And <laughs> as funny as it sounds, Liverpool... Looks like the next destination that a lot of them could go. But I don't really think so. Because Liverpool may not be able to afford a lot of them. I don't think Liverpool really needs the burner. Because if, if they get the burner, it means that Trent Alexander Arnold will have to give up some of his abilities. Like not like give up his ability though, but I mean that's one, I don't know, man. Because I don't really think Liverpool's in midfield is designed for a creative player. It's not really designed for creativity to come from there. Because I think I've talked about it where the midfield is designed to really work hard, do the pressing, do the choking, you know, they form triangles and they press, they press, um, they choke other teams in midfield, which is really what midfield does. Doing that means you're not going to be very creative. Henderson, Vinadom, Fabinho, Nabiketa, these guys are not creative players. Um, maybe, maybe, um, Boxley Chamberlain, but Chamberlain is not really what you call a creative player per se. So these guys, are, they are designed to actually be the workhorse, the engine. They are designed to actually walk, win the ball, choke teams, force them into making mistakes and release the ball to the front three as quickly as possible, which is what Liverpool does. And also, again, <laughs> these guys are... Anyway, I'm going to talk about the Liverpool game eventually, but I mean later. But I, I, I think that, personally, I don't think Man City are coming out of this. And I think they are going to prepare to be selling up. And in the, the, the course of the three years that they will be out, it's going to be really bad for them because if you want to... to they will have they'll have no Champions League, not even Europa League. Okay, they'll be able to attract, but they won't be able to attract the best of the best or most of the top talents. Cause they want Champions League football. And they want even if you know about just Champions League football, is these people, these players want to have a chance to actually win the Champions League. So if you have all the ability in the world and the club is not able to play in the Champions League, then at that point, what is the point of you joining the club? So Man City are going to no matter how they have to pay over the odds to get these players in, they have to pay extra. So Whatever, whatever it is, this is this is not good for them, and the project they've been building since 2008 has just been crumbled before their eyes. So they have to rebuild everything, and there are also reports that they could be demoted to League Two because of this. And I don't know more more reports, more stories are going to unfold. But this is the, this is the information on this particular issue so far. And to be honest with you, I don't think they are coming out of this. I don't think they can. They are. They should just prepare for it. So which. Reports came out that it's opened up the fifth spot. So even if they compare with Champions League, they will not be able to compete. 
So the, the position, the um, Champions League spot goes to the next best team, which is team in fifth position. I'm going to talk about the top four race event later in the podcast. Now, I don't know, man, but I, I think Man City are in serious, they're in serious trouble, man. Sterling, I don't think Sterling can go back to Liverpool, so he has to go abroad because he can Liverpool fans already hate him. And personally, I don't see the need for Sterling back in Liverpool because, I mean... I mean, he has to go back. Okay, I mean, they're going to spend for the... Ah, nah, I don't think so. Because they have to raise money. <laughs> In the course of the two years, they will have to raise money. And it's going to affect them because other teams will have gone past them. The other the arrivals now, Chelsea, Spurs, Manchester United, Arsenal, um, um, Liverpool, these teams are going to spend money in the course of these two years. They're going to beat Man City to talents. You know, to the top talents. And you can see teams like, you know, Wolves that Wolves Wolves are trying to close the gap. Wolves, Leicester, you know, these teams are trying to close in the gap to the top side. You know, they could so it's gonna be it's not really going to be as we look, it's not gonna be as easy as we're trying to make it look. And that's the crazy thing. But it is what it is, man. As far as I'm concerned, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think Man City eh? and personally I don't really feel sorry for them. Because <laughs> let's be honest, I mean I mean, if they are, they are, they've been cheats, obviously. So, they don't really feel sorry for them. And many people are saying they should be stripped of their league titles, which makes sense because they cheated. Then the league titles will have to go to the second best team and within that time period, which is from 2012 to 2016 or something like that. Within that time period or something like that, which, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't feel sorry for them. And Guardiola could be leaving, could leave at the end of the summer, which, I mean, his contract expires in the summer. Even though he has said he's going to stay for another 12 months, I doubt he's going to stay. I think that guy is going to leave. Now it begs the question, which country is he going to go next? Juventus? I think I, I see him going to Juventus because, as we all know, um, you've got um, this guy, um, this manager, Sarri is struggling at Juventus. I mean, this is, this is, this is a different ball game entirely. You know, about the past few years, they've been dominating the Serie A. They've been dominating. They've been on the run. They've been winning teams. They've been winning by points caps. But this time is difficult. It's not like those years anymore. It's a different ball game entirely, man. They've got Lazio, they've got Inter Milan. Man, this is a different this series has never been this difficult for them in a long time. And Sari is finding it difficult to actually win. So <laughs> I would say they are in really big trouble. So maybe he might go to Juventus, then splash a bunch of cash else uh, in um, in Italy. Who knows? Then you know, I mean, that's that's basically it in my opinion. But we'll see how things go. As far as I'm concerned, my verdict on this, I don't think Manchester are coming out. I think the ban is there already. They sound they sound a bit confident. You know, they sound a bit confident in trying to appeal the, the ban. But I don't see them getting this. I think they're going to be out. They're going to be banned, which <laughs> is not sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's not sad because Man City fans have been unbearable on Twitter. I mean, if you're in the Twitter space, you will know how unbearable they are. They're going to pick a fight with all sports fans. I, I think probably because of the meeting so recently, the VAR, um, the VAR um, incident, the Champions League um, incident where, you know, 4-3, 4-4, when sports knocked them at Champions League, VAR, you know, these guys have been trying to pick a fight with sports for God knows how long. So, the recent history. So, <laughs> these guys are freaking annoying. So, I think that's just my take on, on Man, City, Man City so far. I basically, that's what I basically think. I don't think I'm coming out of this. And fair play. Fair play to UEFA. Hopefully, they get PSG next. Because I would really love it, man. I really, I want football to, to be on a level playing field. You know, it's it's really sad when... Anyways, it's alright. It's okay. So, I think I'll be taking a break. And when I come back, I'll be talking about the results of the past weekend. So, stay tuned.
and I am back. Okay, hello everybody. I, th I thank you for thank you for actually being patient with me. So um, when I say I'm going to return, I say I'm going to talk about um, I've spoken about I've spoken about Man City already. So I say I'm going to talk about the results of the past weekend. And um, over the weekend, oh my goodness, the weekend has been really wonderful if you ask me. I think there's been entertaining football all through the weekend. As a neutral, and maybe if, I don't know whichever team you support listening to me, but it's been an okay weekend. As a neutral, I think on Friday, on Friday there was a match between Leicester and Wolves. And I watched, I watched that game and I, I thought to myself like, wow. I mean, the game was end-to-end, -end, you know, it was attacking. Man, that game was enjoyable, I have to be honest with you. It lacked goals, but it was end-to-end, -end. you know, Leicester attack, Wolves attack. Then I think at some point Wolves had a grip on the game. Then Leicester, I think Chadri, when Chadri got sent off, Leicester had to just try to defend, you know, to ensure that. And this is a fixture that produced Leicester winning 4-3. So the result has been, the game, the game has always been entertaining. But both sides attacking, counter-attacking. But I, I think that, that the, both sides were wasteful, in my opinion. Especially Wolves. Wolves were wasteful. They had to go to the by Vera. But Wolves were really, really wasteful. And that is the thing. I think sometimes you see the difference between these teams and these top guys, the big teams. Leicester, they've been I think they started well this season. I think they've won just their first amount of first few amount of games. They won, won, won. They were winning games on the spin as they start. I think they've tailed off a bit. You know, I think they won one in their last seven, which is a dreadful record. If they have that same record for the next seven games. And with the way the teams chasing are, trying, are picking up points, Leicester will drop out of the top four, and their third position will not be a given. And it's it's a mad thing, yeah, but it's 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 crazy how the league is. Now they are not in, they are not concerned again. I think we were talking about the title challenge, and Liverpool just came and just blew them out of the water with four, with four news, resounding four new victory. I'm talking. I mean, oh god. But we'll see, though. I I I I, I think that third and fourth is still accessible. And with the um, Champions League um, um, ban for Man City, I think sports sports swing sports on three. I mean, I'm going to talk about sports eventually. So the game was end to end, and new new as usual. Vardy struggling to score. You know, his early season form has just oh my goodness, just been meh. It's just what has kept him to this very and he has been inconsistent in the past few games. Madison has tailed off a bit. I mean. I don't know. The early season form just I think they miss they miss on Didi actually. They miss on Didi. Didi is their linchpin linchpin. And you can understand why they, I mean Chadri was playing the position playing the position, but Chadri got sent off. And another thing I know about the guy, he's okay, but he's not on Didi. He's too rash. His positioning is can be poor. His positioning can be really poor. So where he has to dive into tackles, he can be really, really dirty. Now, if you had the Vinnie Jones era, play the Vinnie Jones, Brian Robson. You know, those, maybe not Brian Robson, Roy Keane rather, Roy Keane, you know, those tough tackling midfielders, yeah, Vieira, those kind of times. Yeah, Chadri, you will play well then, but this is not the time for that kind of football anymore, you know, because those kind of midfielders hardly, they hardly play at the biggest level. I mean, look at Likatamo, Likatamo was the last, is the last one I knew that plays like that, Sunderland. That was the last time. I don't know where he is right now. You know, that's the kind of teams that they play for. They don't really play. So, I think that he will have to cut those things out of his game. I think he needs to learn from Didi, actually, for his own career. Man, I'm really proud of Didi. As a Nigerian, I'm really proud of Didi. I'm really, really proud of him. His performance. The fact that he's so important to Leicester. Where Leicester are literally losing without him. And it's, it's, it's crazy how, how, you know, 
he I mean they were, they were like almost 16 million pounds that's how much they bought him and he's I mean at first when Kante left they bought Nepalese Mandy Mendy rather for Kante at first they had um, a, I think Amati a Ghanaian midfielder before Kante came then Kante left they bought Ndidi you know, they bought Nepalese Mendy Nepalese Mendy couldn't really play as wasn't Kante Nepalese Mendy couldn't, then they got Ndidi Ndidi was just a guy many I'm telling you big clubs are going to be sniffing for Ndidi in the summer teams who need a DM who needs a DM in the top I think Man City need a DM, but I doubt indeed they will join. I mean, Man City have troubles. I don't know about if he will join. But you offer him a lot of money, depends though. But I don't know if he'll play. I mean, you're not gonna play Champions League football for two years. Are you gonna be? Are you really going to stay with the project? Stick with the project for two years? I mean, your career is a really short career. But if there's money involved, fine. Then, um, excuse me. Um, then you've got um, sorry, oh God, I don't know what this. I think I need a bit of water. <sighs> sorry, excuse me. I'm sorry. So you've got Ndidi. I mean, Arsenal need a DM, but I doubt Arsenal will bring to spend that amount of money. Because Leicester, I mean, if, if look at how much they demanded for Maguire. Imagine how much they would demand for Ndidi. Just, just imagine how much they would demand for Ndidi. And Maguire isn't even their most important player, or wasn't at the time. Because at the time, Maguire was struggling. It was, wasn't really far. I think Leicester's put it, um, you know, Ndidi, let's just put it, Maguire isn't a Van Dyke. Let's just put it that way. So I'm done with the Leicester game. Then on Saturday was a game of drama, man. I think Wolves, sorry, Southampton, Southampton and Burnley. Burnley won the reverse fixture three 0 Burnley came again. I think there was a wind. Probably the wind actually contributed to the first goal for Burnley. But Nani Ings stayed out of the way, you know, to prevent the, to 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 um to allow the ball get into the net. Then Danny Ings redeemed himself on the other side and scored. But Burnley matches Vidra. Oh my goodness, he unleashed a nice shot and Burnley got away with the point. Southampton have been poor at home this season and they need points to pick, they need to pick up points. They are really, really battling relegation and they need points at home. They're very poor at home this season. Then I think on Saturday again, Liverpool, these guys are, they've been fantastic this season. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, to rain on their parade to say Liverpool have been poor. No, Liverpool have been fantastic this season and they deserve it. Everybody has been consistent and they said, we're not going to, we're going to be consistent. And you know the crazy thing? They don't I don't think I don't think they have any of their players as part of the top five goal scorers in the list. They don't. So they're gonna be the first team in the league to win the, they're gonna be like the first team to win like the league without a striker scoring 20 league goals. That is Liverpool right now. You know, it's mad. Klopp has done a fantastic job. I mean, people are saying well, Liverpool fans are unbearable. I mean, personally, I understand Liverpool fans being unbearable because I mean the last 30 years they've been mocking them, especially when they've been bottling title title races away. They've been bottling title races. I think people were mocking them. So if they're unbearable to you, I'm sorry, you guys cost it. You've been mocking them for the last 30 odd years. And well, even last season, you've been mocking them, bringing up those jokes. And eventually, when sports win the title, or when sports are chasing title, and when sports are actually, you know. People are chasing sports. When sports eventually wins the title, sports are about to win the title. I am going to be unbearable. When sports win the Champions League, I am going to be unbearable. When sports win the title, I will be unbearable. Trust me. I don't blame Liverpool fans for what they're doing. I really, really applaud them for it. And they've been fantastic this season. I mean, Mane came off the bench. You know, it was a game where Mane didn't start. You know, but I mean, Salah was okay. But Salah was really average in the game. But I think yeah, it was okay. Firmino was okay. But they just needed something. And Mane came off the bench. And his control, Jesus Christ, Manny, his control was fantastic. And he turned and whoosh, lashed into the net. One nil. Now, 
when you're winning the league, there's this saying by Ferguson that goals win you games, but defense win you titles, which is true. Over the years, Liverpool have been chasing titles. They've been sc- they've been playing to outscore positions. They've not been playing to to um they've not been playing to to defend to see out and that these are the things that will cost you eventually because you're not going to meet every time you're not going to score five six goals in every game four three five you know now the time of Liverpool Liverpool if start the season Liverpool were scoring five four I think they were scoring four five you know they're scoring goals not maybe not five I don't think they scored five I don't know if they scored five but they were scoring goals at the start of the season they were scoring 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 but look at this now towards the towards this part of the season. This is the part of the season where one new victory is coming. I'm telling you the truth. This is a fact. If you look over the past few years, this period of the season is when teams normally win one new, two one, no tight games. This is where you need your defense to step up. And Van Dijk was fantastic. He was commanding in that game. And it's the fact that Van Dijk makes defending look so easy. I mean, his positioning is awesome. He can run. You know, he's taught. Van Dijk is the, is the perfect specimen. And I and and people are. And what I've been going under the radar for Liverpool is Gomez. Joe Gomez has been going under the radar. And the funny, the crazy thing is, Joe Gomez, he's fast, he's tall. Not crazy, per se, but, you know, I get my point when my friend used to work crazy. He's fast, he's tall. He's, he's maybe not as good as, no, not as good as Van Dijk, obviously. But he has somewhere to learn from. And Van Dijk is will be 29 this year. You know what? Van Dijk is at the peak of his powers. And when you get older, you're going to lose pace. What will help you will be your positioning as a defender, centre back. We've seen it with centre backs over the years. I think Ferdinand at one point, you know, he lost pace eventually and he was literally being drawn ragged. <laughs> you know, but his positioning was what started helping him at one point. But you're gonna lose pace with age. Now, this is where Gomez comes in. So Gomez will be the guy to mop up. Man, Gomez is Gomez is fantastic. I'm really happy for him because I mean as I think it was time from charting and they developed and developed him to the guy he is today. So Liverpool are fantastic. So if they, when they win the league, not if when the five more wins, when they win the league, they will deserve it. I'm gonna applaud them and they deserve it. And today's Sunday, so I'm gonna talk about the Arsenal game for the sports game. So Arsenal put four past Newcastle today later in the game. I think the first half was draw, was I'm sorry, was dross, was drab, it was a boring first not boring per se, but it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'll call it, but it was okay. No, okay. It was terrible. The first half was terrible. Arsenal didn't look like they were winning. And the second half, they came in. Newcastle, they are currently a piss poor team. If you get at them, fine. But I I, I think Arsenal just got out of first gear and just... I didn't, they didn't even get out of first gear. I think towards the end, they just, the game opened up and... Four. And Saka has been fantastic. You know, just like Afonso Davies in... Bayern has been forced to play left back. Even if he's not a left back, he's a left winger. He's a winger or left winger, right? Any of the wingers. He has been forced to play left back. And Saka has been fantastic. Kudos to him, actually. He's 17 and he has been fantastic. And I heard he's on three grand a week. Seriously, Arsenal should not let that nonsense go on. Are you telling me that he's on three grand a week? Trust me, if he's on three grand a week, there's absolutely no way you can let that open contract talks with that guy now. Because other teams are watching. You know Dortmund. <laughs> Dortmund are watching. I promise you, Dortmund are going to get him if they do not give him a... But, I mean, you could say, oh, he loves the club, he's an Arsenal fan. Eh, yeah, but he's an Arsenal fan. He's not going to pay the bills. He's not going to buy buy him the Gucci's, the Sneaks, the Balenciagas, and ETC, the designers. I'm sorry, but it's just a fact. So, I think... And he's also... He has Nigerian ancestry. I don't want to play for... Personally, I don't want to play for Nigeria. Personally, I mean, my friends know how I feel about the Nigerian Federation. I don't think I want to I want to play for England. I want to to stay in if I was in issue I won't play for Nigeria myself. But that's another discussion for another day. 
then before the before the so let me go to the sports game so for the um arsenal game there was a sports game a 2 p.m kickoff uk time and i was watching back you know ben, ben davis is back from injury and it's gonna be really i know it's gonna be a tough week because sports have three games in seven days this game the game against leipzig on wednesday and the game against chelsea on saturday saturday 12 12 30 early kickoff are you kidding me seriously I mean, it's quite unfair that Spurs have to play this much games. I mean, what was the end of the winter break? If Spurs will play this much, I mean, why not the winter break sandwiched in between? You know, but anyway, it's, it's up to Spurs business. Spurs business. I feel like they should have, the winter break should have been this, you know, like push. Well, then again, Spurs are still going to play in midweek. So the winter break is just, ah, it's just terrible. It's just something else. So Spurs um, are playing Leipzig on Wednesday. I think today, so I, I think we could expect some changes in midfield. The back four. Pretty much the same, but there was Tanganga had to go for Ben Davis, and Mourinho spoke about Ben Davis a lot. How you Ben Davis is crucial to his style of play because of the kind of left back Ben Davis. But Ben Davis, you know, is the kind that talks in. He's not really the, kind, uh, the most attacking left back in the world, but he's very good defensively. So he, he even played as a left side centre back for Wales sometimes. So he's the kind of like I think I spoke about the formation in my previous episodes, um, where he talks. He he plays the type where he talks in. Aurier becomes, you know, the bummy, like an an extra winger going forward. So it's like a defend as a back three and attack as a four. Uh, defend as a back, sorry, attack as a back with a back three, then defend with a back four, which is literally the formation. I I I personally think that Ben Davis was okay. I think probably because there are some time there are some there are some times Tangaga suffered at left back because of the fact that he he's right footed, so he has to defend with his left leg, and teams were really targeting him on that side. I think against Watford he. His Malasa targeted him on that, the fact that, but he was able to hold his own to an extent. But it was very obvious, it was showing though, that he isn't a naturally left-footed player. But I, 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 I really, really like Tanga. But I like the way Moreno is, you know, playing him, puts him in, you know, rest, take him away from the limelight a bit, you know, put him in like that. It's a really, really good um, player management. There was Oliver Skip on the bench. <laughs> and then Eric, uh, I'm going to talk about the youth players too. Eric Dyer, in my opinion, I think it's finished. Eric Dyer was in midfield, paired with Wings. And Moreno actually, Moreno actually, I mean, when Moreno came for it, I think, oh, Harry Wings is done. And Moreno has, Wings has started almost every game, if not every game, almost every game Moreno has ever played, Wings has started. That is a testament to how he sees Wings. Harry Wings is, oh, he's one of our own, come on. He's hardworking, he presses, he, he, maybe not dribbling, but he gives 100%. Let's say Scott Parker, for example, he is a Scott Parker that can pick a pass because he's good with his, and I think he's passing forward a lot more. So I mean let me talk about the game. He's passing forward a lot more. I mean like in the game today, but um, then they back I think three at three behind Lucas Mora playing up front. But I think at one point Lucas Mora went to the right and some went up front. Because it was obvious. Lucas Mora because it was Bergevine, Bergevine on the left, then uh, Mora on the right, then Son up front. But it looked like Son Mora was up front, but Son had someone on the right. But I think they interchange later. But you could see, and Son just testament. I mean, look at them. Um, I think Villa played the high line. Sports were released. You know, personally, I I wasn't happy with the game today because Villa were caught open, chances were created, but Sports were not finishing them. And people were saying, "Oh, Pepe Reina was fantastic." Reina wasn't fantastic. They were shooting the ball at him. This is literally like a Champions League final where they were shooting the ball straight at Allison. And I, I hated the fact that people thought that Alisson was fantastic. I mean, Alisson, don't get me, Alisson is a full goalkeeper, but I felt like Spurs didn't test him enough in the Champions League final. And in the game today, Reina wasn't fantastic. Spurs didn't test him enough. They shouldn't be both straight at him. 
Then Dele Ali was terrible. His movement was good, but his finishing was dreadful. I mean, there was a chance in the first half where he was released again, one-on-one -on -one with the keeper, and he just, oh God, I was so irritated. And Spurs were a goal. I think otherwise scored an own goal. The other scored a fantastic goal. Then um, you came to, you became, so there was, there was one one at that point. You expect okay, now you expect him to be 2-1 up, but he couldn't score. Dele Alli was dreadful. Then Son also, his finishing was dreadful. But the fact that he's scoring, he's covering up a lot of things. Spurs ended up winning 3-2 because Son eventually scored a 94th minute winner. I mean, it's mad that my stream, my, I was watching the game, then my stream went off. And when I came back, I logged on my stream again. I, I saw Twitter. I was like, how is this possible? What is happening? <laughs> then I saw the replay. David Sanchez played the pass. No, then he went through the legs of Engel. Couldn't trap the ball. He went through the legs of Engel and Son. Run. Son is like Jamie Vardy, right? When playing up front. That's the kind of person he is. He's playing up front though. But it's, kind of, it's like Jamie Vardy where he times his runs. He's already preparing his runs already. Just put the ball in behind. He's, he's kind of runs in behind. Kane is not that kind of driver. Kane you know, holds the ball up, gets in position, moves like this. But Son, he's, he's he's the kind of he's not really a striker, but he, he's playing there right now. But he's the kind who he he plays off the shoulder of the last defender. Yeah, he times his runs and you know that is the kind of defender Son is. Sorry, the kind of um, forward Son is. Son was was okay today, but I think the fact that he has scored six in his last five, he's masking the fact that he he hasn't played well, he hasn't been playing well. But I mean, if he's scoring, I think he should still be playing because the thing is this: no matter how their top players have hard time, have a hard time, and in my opinion, as long as they're scoring, why not? Then Dele Ali was like I spoke about Dele Ali already. Then Steven Bergwijn, Bergwijn, he scored. He, he he didn't score. He won the penalty that became two one. Son missed, then Son scored the rebound. But Son has to work on his penalties because he's likely going to be the penalty first choice penalty taker right now because Kane is out. Since he's playing off, he's going to be the first choice penalty taker. But he has to work on his penalty because he almost missed the one against Southampton and he followed up with the rebound. This one he missed, he was saved at first, then he followed up with the rebound, which he should have scored. He's, he's run up and the way he finished, he, hit, he doesn't hit it enough. I mean, you seen Kane take penalties. I mean, it's, it's very obvious. You know it's a goal when he hits the penalties. Hits the ball, sorry. So, kudos. Three points very important. And Spurs won three points. And I watched the game today. And what I like about Mourinho is the fact that he makes subs that we all, we all know that he's going, to, he's going to... Like, we know that this should be happening. It's very obvious. Eric Dyer played very terribly then. I think he had to take off Eric Dyer. Because he and brought in Lochelso. Lochelso wasn't starting. It was very obvious that the reason why he's not starting is because of the fact that we're going to play in the midweek Champions League game. And Lochelso is like the most important player right now. And we're going to need him against Leipzig. Because Leipzig, they press high. They press, they press high. Trust me. They, Leipzig are like Liverpool. And you're going to need a lot of legs in midfield against Leipzig. You're going to need a lot of legs. You're going to need to run. Work hard. Dyer is not a mobile player. And Dyer is not going to run and work hard. Uh, probably he was trying to do this for you know I'm gonna maybe because of Aurier or something to try and work on Grealish. It clearly wasn't working because Dyer is not very mobile anymore. He's not the same guy. Let's just put it out. I think it's time to resign, cut your losses and just say okay, give Oliver Skip a chance and let Dyer just go. I'm I'm tired of watching him. Seriously, man, it's really really frustrating that this is not the same guy from the 16, 17 season, the 15 season. This is not the same Eric Dyer that we've seen perform well, and it's really really sad. That you know injuries, then his illness. Um, I think he had an um, appendix. He had an operation or something. So they really halted his career. I, I mean, it's not his fault, but it's the top club, and sports really have ambitions, not the charities. Sports have to 
you know, work. So all have to, you know, to move and actually they have ambitions. You know, it's not really a charity organization. And it's sad though, but I wish him all the best though. But I think he has to go this summer. Then after that, we've got um, then Getsin Fernandez has to come on. Getsin Fernandez he has been coming off the bench, and he has been showing flashes. He has been really, really good off the bench this season so far. He has been good off the bench, and Steven Bergwijn, like I was saying, he won the penalty. He was he's running, one corners. Man, he was good. I I think it will come more will come more goals will come more goals will come eventually for him. The goal against Manchester was good. I think goals will come for him. It's just when eventually it will come, and I I I think he should see the patient, but I believe the goals will come, and which is good. It's gonna be it's very fantastic for counter attacking because he has pace, him and Mora, then Son up front, so it's really, really fantastic for him. Then I have to go to the defense today. Jesus Christ, surgery! What are you playing, man? What are you playing? At the start of the first half, he got a needless, I think a yellow card, a needless yellow card. A one in do, but Jack Grealish. No, there's a play, phase of play going on in a completely different position from Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish is running. He knows he's out of position and he pulls back Jack Grealish. Now, if it came off, he should have been smart. But it didn't come off. It was stupid. So you pulled him off and he wasn't even with the ball. Which was dumb. And if they had scored through that free kick, man, I'd have been roasting the rear right now. <laughs> I would have been roasting Serge rear right now, man. So I'd be roasting him right now. But the three points is what's most important. Then center back left back. I think I've covered every position I have to cover. Harry Wings. Yeah, I think it's okay. Then there's the Wednesday game against Leipzig coming up. Champions League game. I have so much faith in Moreno this season. I mean, I, I may call me delusional or whatever, but I feel like we have a chance in the Champions League because Moreno is there. He's very pragmatic and he has been able to win those games, win games for Spurs this season so far. He knows how to. I mean, think about it. When Spurs scored during the game, Dele Ali was. Dread, not dreadful, but it was obvious that he wasn't playing well. He was moving, but he wasn't playing well. He took him off and brought on Getsin Fernandez, which is what a lot of us were actually thinking. He brought on Getsin Fernandez, and Getsin Fernandez came on with his fresh leg, with his pace, and he troubled them. He troubled them. Then he was he's putting a fantastic cross, won a corner, you know. He troubled them. He was strong, he was moving, you know, his movement was good when he came on. Daily Ali's position is under threat, and he's not really a given. And I like the fact that there are lots of players and bodies in midfield. We need to get more attackers by the summer and we have to move out some players by the summer so you've got that then i think he brought the went sports called the diamond league. look at Moreno came in and made a substitution <laughs> he brought on veton game veton is not coming to play anything but that's game management how many times have we seen sports three chances it is game management he he got he saw that the three points were won and he went to secure it and burn and used to waste a bit of time which is a fantastic you know move by him in my opinion and I really have a lot of faith in Mourinho, but let's see how it goes. There I say it. I, I'm a sports fan. I will always believe sports can win any competition they are in. Call me delusional, but that's what I think. If sports are in the Champions League, I believe sports, sports will win the Champions League. If sports are playing the league, I believe sports are going to win the league. Until it is not impossible. Call me delusional, but um, that's, these are the views I always take. It's a winner's mentality. You're saying if we're going to be a top club, we, have, we fans have to have this mentality. You've seen teams like Man City, no sorry, maybe not Man City, Man, um, Liverpool, even my United fans that they are currently down, they still have this elite mentality that we have to win. You get me? Like, this is something that sports fans have to get. I mean, I, I was spoken about how sports fans were happy being in Champions League final, which was disgraceful in my opinion and disgusting. Like, why would we be happy just being, being there? You didn't win and you're just happy with the fact that you just came second. That's another question for another day. So, I, like I said, it's an important three points. 
this season, in my opinion, I'm not going to talk about style of play very much because we all knew how Mourinho took over, took over from what he met and the condition. He's going to win, win. Since Mourinho took over, I suppose I've won the second most points since Mourinho took over, which is 26 points. Only Liverpool has won more, which Liverpool they are flying right now. So it says a lot. Next season, this summer, trust me, it's what I'm going to spend. Because I'm hearing reports, suppose I'm really going to spend this summer. The fact that it's spent in January, this summer, trust me, they're going to spend. I've spoken about the target that I expect. Then, we'll see. So we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes. As far as I'm concerned, I think it was an important three points to close the gap on Chelsea. So it's a, it's a point behind Chelsea now. So Spurs have to go to Stamford Bridge this weekend and win. No, trust me, Spurs have to go there and win. The, the jinx of Spurs have not won there in so some amount of years is over. Spurs broke it in 2018. Spurs have to go to Stamford Bridge and win on Saturday. And trust me, the players are completely different right now. They're going to have the energy and the legs to run this Saturday. So, like I said, it's a fantastic um, point that we won. Fantastic three points, very important. So, um, there's, a, there's a game coming up tomorrow on Monday. Monday night football. Chelsea, sorry, um, Man United and Chelsea. Personally, I want that game to end in a draw. I don't mind it to win. Because Man United are behind sports right now. I want that game to end in a draw. I don't want Chelsea to win either. I like that game to be in a draw, to be to end in a draw. And for me, I think it should be very cool. So Spurs have three wins on the spin. Make it four wins on the spin, five wins on the spin. Remember, I said if you can string five wins on the spin, you get into that top four. And keep winning, 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 winning. And that's it. So I'll till I see you um on Wednesday, hopefully the Leipzig game, I'll be in a very, very good mood after we've won against Leipzig. <laughs> so till Wednesday, good night.